Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and this podcast is all about life and dating and relationships and navigating this intoxicatingly tricky world that we are all in. I want to bring you humor. I want to bring you fun. I want to bring you practical advice that you can apply right away in your lives and your dating lives and in your relationships. So thank you all for tuning in. I look forward to bringing you another episode. What are we waiting for? Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I'm your host, Kimberly Hill, and I'm excited to dive into today's solo episode. So many of my podcasts, so much of the advice that you get out there around dating and relationships, um, I've kind of recognized is about like, you know, what you shouldn't do. Don't do this. These are signs that things aren't working out. Don't have these expectations. Don't tolerate this. Make sure you have boundaries. And so today I wanted to do a little, you know, more of a positive and uplifting show to talk about when you're getting into a new relationship, you know, many of us have unreasonable expectations and it's important to keep those in check. But today I just want to go through 10 expectations that in fact are reasonable for you to have as you enter into a new relationship. And these are also going to help you evaluate and guide any kind of conversations you have with your partner. If you find that some of the things I talk about today might actually be missing from your current relationship. Um, and that's the thing. When we, you know, we spend our lives with somebody, when we're in a monogamous, committed relationship, uh, things aren't always going to be moving perfectly all the time. We're not always going to be jiving and in sync with our partner. Um, our needs are going to evolve and change. And so what's really important is being able to have the ability to communicate with our partner in a constructive way if we're finding that some things or some elements of that relationship aren't feeling so great or aren't working so well. Uh, because ignoring them doesn't solve it. <laughs> uh, it usually, usually just ends up, you know, turning itself into anger towards your partner or criticism or resentment because we have needs and we have things that you know we expect from our relationships and they don't always go perfectly all the time let's be real so so i want to talk about 10 reasonable expectations um just give a little insight on each one of those just so you have an idea of you know what what is important uh, to make a relationship work Um, Before I dive into all that good stuff, of course, if you're first time listening to my show, welcome. Thank you for joining me. If you've been listening for a while, thanks for coming back. I'm glad to have you here. Okay, so number one, shared kindness and generosity. It is entirely reasonable to expect that in your loving, healthy relationship, that there's kindness and generosity between you two. Now, sometimes when it comes to generosity, one person might do more than the other. And it's not about being perfect here from a mathematical perspective. I do something for my partner, then they're kind of expected to do something nice for me. It's not quite tit for tat that way. But having this kind of shared kindness and shared generosity and and generosity in your relationship is something that you should expect to have. We gotta be kind to our partners. 
right? And we have to be generous with our partners. And generosity doesn't mean, you know, you're buying them things. It could just be generosity with your time, generosity with, you know, feeding your partner. My partner um, tried jujitsu for the first time the other night and he, he worked really hard and he hadn't eaten dinner. So I said, well, come on, come on over and I'll make you a meal. And I was being generous and kind. And those types of things are important in our relationship. We should have that kindness and generosity. So do a little checklist for you as we go through. Do you have that? Do you have kindness and generosity within your relationship? That's an important element. And of course, when things aren't going well, that can, that can, that can go pretty quick, right? We're frustrated with our partner. Things aren't going so well. You know, we're financially stressed. Our kids are annoying us or whatever it is. And then we, you know, we, we kind of take it out on the person closest to us. So it's important to remain kind and remain generous. I think Esther Perel talks about this. She says, one of the most important elements in a relationship is to keep saying thank you and please to our partner. Like sometimes our manners just disappear in a long-term relationships. We're so kind of used to having that person around. We're used to them doing things for us, but here's a reality check. Nobody owes you anything. So be kind, say please, say thank you, be generous. Definitely a reasonable expectation to have in your relationship. Secondly, quality time. Now we, we, you know, we've talked about the love languages before, you know, some people value quality time higher than others and that's fine, but some quality time is really important. And that means it's undistracted time. If you have kids and they're roaming around the home and you know, mom, dad, I need this, I need that. That's not really quality time with your partner. Quality time means uninterrupted time for the two of you to talk and bond. There's no phones digging at you. There's no, you know, TV show blasting at you. You're really just connecting with your partner. So it could be an hour walk holding hands. It could be going on a weekend trip with each other. It could just be, you know, kids are playing in the other room and they know not to disturb mom and dad because mom and dad are having a 90 minute dinner together with candles, like quality time, time to really connect with your partner. So that is reasonable to expect in your relationship that you will spend time with that person and it be quality time. Thirdly, it's reasonable to come into a relationship and know that you may have differences from each other and it's important to respect those differences. So yes, it's reasonable to expect that you're going to operate differently than your partner and they're going to operate differently than you. And that's okay. As long as there's respect for those differences. So it's unreasonable to expect that you're just going to do, you're going to, you know, manage the house or manage your lives in the exact same way. That's unreasonable because that person wasn't raised the same way as you. They don't maybe necessarily have their values in the same order as you. They might operate differently. So it's important to know that differences are okay and to respect those differences. We've got next, we've got mutual understanding and compromise. So it's totally reasonable to get into a relationship and expect that there will be some compromise. It's unreasonable to think there won't be. You can't just enter into a relationship saying, I don't want to change who I am. You need to, you know, the earth revolves around me. It's my way or the highway. I'm not making any compromises for you. Um, 
that just doesn't work. It doesn't work in a long-term partnership. So it is reasonable to expect that there's going to be some level of compromise in your relationship. I'm not asking people to compromise on their big values. However, there might be compromise with how you talk to each other. There might be compromise with the time you spend together. There might be compromise with where you go on holiday. It's just two people working through the fact that they have differences and also needing to compromise from time to time. Now here's a good one. It is also totally reasonable to expect in your relationship that you have a satisfying sexual connection. So if you're not, then this might help you evaluate and guide a discussion with your partner about this. If it's missing from your current relationship, it's really important, men and women, to have a satisfying sexual connection. What does that mean? Is it more hand-holding? Is it more cuddling? Is it more making love? Is it more spontaneous sex? What is it? Is it better sex? Is it communicating what you like and don't like? Satisfying sexual connection is reasonable to expect within your relationship. It's unreasonable, unreasonable to expect that it's always going to be perfect or your partner's always going to want to have sex when you want to have them. They're always, anything with an always is unreasonable, but a satisfying sexual connection is something that you can expect from a healthy relationship. So if you're not having that or that's missing, talk about it. It's the only way to solve it. Uh, the Gottman Institute says that, you know, couples that talk about sex have more sex and they have better sex. So talking about it is going to lead to better sex, guys. <laughs> it might be scary. You might be a little nervous. You might be shy. You might not know how to say it. But once you do and you start that conversation, it literally is going to lead to having better, more satisfying sex. So another reasonable expectation to have within your relationship is that you have a nice friendship. And then you have fondness about your relationship. If you don't have a friendship and you don't have fondness, what are you doing, right? It's reasonable to expect that your partner will also be your friend. They'll want to do things with you. You admire them. Does that mean that they're your best friend and do everything with you all the time? No, they may not enjoy going out and doing the same things as you all the time. So that's why it's really important to have a social life outside your partner, right? Really important to have a social life outside your partner. But absolutely, we want to have friendship and fondness in the relationship. It's very reasonable to expect that. Now, the next one's a big one, at least for me. It is reasonable to expect in your relationship from your partner that you have empathy towards each other and towards your experiences and emotions. If you have a partner that gets upset and their partner doesn't have empathy for them, they find it annoying when they're upset, right? They're not kind to them. Going back to the first thing, kindness and generosity, right? If there's no empathy between the two of you, if one person doesn't care about your emotions or hold space for that, that's unhealthy. So it is entirely reasonable to expect that there is empathy and compassion towards one's experiences and emotions in that relationship, a safe container to really share and be who you are. And that creates, you know, that real deep layer of emotional intimacy we all crave. So next, shared affection and appreciation. So this one's big, right? This one is so big for all the men that I work with. The number one thing they say to me is I didn't feel appreciated in my relationship. And it makes them 
frustrated and resentful because they're 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 nailing the generosity thing right they're they're doing things for their partner all the time they're really you know working hard to please the partner in their lives yet they mention that they feel underappreciated for all they do so that's why it's reasonable to expect that in a relationship that there's shared affection and appreciation now does that mean we do something for our partner just because we want to be appreciated for it no we're generous, we give our time, we're loving, we're caring. But over time, if our partner takes us for granted or they don't appreciate the things that we do, then that definitely warrants a discussion. So shared affection and appreciation is reasonable to expect from a healthy relationship. Two more here, two more reasonable expectations. The next is equal commitment to the relationship. So if you're getting into a relationship and you're serious about that person and you're committed to go the long haul with them, it's reasonable to want your partner to match that commitment. Now, it doesn't mean that when you want to move in, they need to move in. And when you want to get married, they have to. It's not like one person dictates the timeline here of when things happen. But there has to be equal commitment to the relationship. If one person is fully in and the other person's got a half foot out, that's unreasonable. That's really difficult for one person who's giving their all to the relationship, whereas another person's giving 50%. So it's reasonable to say, hey, if we're going to be in this loving, monogamous, committed relationship here, we got to have equal commitment to this relationship and where we are heading. And lastly, it is totally reasonable to expect that you should trust each other. Now, Trust grows over time. Trust is like an onion. You know, you, you learn to trust your partner. Do they show up on time? Are they there for you when you need them? When there's a crisis, do they come? Can you develop this deep trust towards your partner? That is reasonable to expect from your relationship. And likewise, they need to do and feel the same trust towards you. So mutual trust that your partner's not gonna cheat on you, that they're not gonna you know, like, use your insecurities against you, that you're gonna be vulnerable with them and then they're gonna you know, use that uh, in an argument against you. We gotta be able to trust our partner. So shared kindness and generosity, quality time, respect for our differences, mutual understanding and of course compromise, a satisfying sexual connection, friendship and fondness for the relationship, empathy toward each other, shared affection, of course, appreciation of everything that the other person does for them, equal commitment to the relationship and where you're headed, and mutual trust. These are 10 very reasonable things to expect from a healthy relationship. So as you've been listening to this and thinking, you know, do I have all these things in my relationship? If you do, awesome. If you're lacking in some of these areas, it warrants a healthy discussion. Hey, I've been helping out a lot and um, it would be really meaningful for me if, you know, you said thanks a little more. It makes me feel really good. It makes me excited to, you know, to do these things. You can say that. There's nothing wrong with saying that in your relationship. Hey, I'd like to talk about our sex life. Well, in what ways can we improve? You know, how do you like how do you like me to come on to you? 
What's the best way to let you know I'm turned on? These are conversations we can be having with our partner to create more satisfaction across these elements. So totally normal to expect these things, right? Trust, commitment, and appreciation, and empathy, and friendship, and, and satisfying sex life, and compromise, and respect for differences, you know, quality time with each other, and generosity and kindness. Okay, so where are you at in your relationship, new relationship, old relationship, so easy for some of these things to fall off, you know, the, the wagon as we get deeper and deeper into our relationships, we can become less kind, we can become less committed, we can become less empathetic, we can become more boring and monotonous in our sex life, we can stop respecting our partner's differences. And if we're getting to this point, something is up, something needs to be addressed, right? So hopefully this was helpful to just kind of guide you as to like, look, these are the things you should be looking for from your partnership. And if these elements aren't happening, it doesn't mean you need to walk away. It just means you need to address them first. So if you know someone who's into a relationship, um, maybe it's yourself, maybe it's a family member, send this podcast over to them to have a little listen and just make sure they can go through in their mind, a little checklist of, you know, whether the temperature of their relationship is healthy or not. Okay, so thanks so much for tuning in to uh, this week's episode of the Self-Confidence Project. I uh, hope you guys all have an epic weekend ahead. I'm off to the island with my partner. We're going to go have a little fun over there, head to the fall fair. I'm getting excited for the change of season. So um, thanks again for tuning in this week and look forward to bringing you another episode next week. Ciao, guys.